the fuck? Camaro's in the garage. Oh, I'm going to get split up again, even in these weird COVID times. Booty, booty, boo, boo, booty, boo, 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 Let me flow on to the east side of the high, high heights. And we get put into a new pot and soil. We need some percussion. We need some percussion. Oh, bongo drums. We don't have any bongo drums yet, but we'll use this very far now. Spider plants, Mitchy. You're sweating your butt off, in, but you will discover air conditioning to boop, 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 boop. I want some chess pieces. Me too, but I don't have a lathe yet to turn those pieces. But I could maybe carve something out of mesquite. You have two. You have two fucking lays at your disposal whenever you want them, Chapo. Right here, right now. And they will be at my disposal. Not your garbage disposal. It's a lady at my disposal. It's a lady at my disposal. We're turning chess pieces. We're turning chess pieces for the Michi Michi Witchy Witchy Witchy. But now we must make time for Machu Picchu's birthday. Happy birthday to. Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu, Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu, it's your birthday. What do you have to say? You've been alive for most longer than most people. And now you're gonna have a birthday. I call you Machu Picchu. And now you're gonna have a birthday. They should call it an after birthday because it's after you were born. But mommy spit you out with a bunch of goo and blood. And it's your birthday, it's your birthday. What do you have to say? Hey, it's Machu Picchu, everybody. Woo! Mama, thank you, you ungrateful little bitch. Oh, yeah. We are on, I think. Um, here we are with another edition of Taking It To Him When It Counts. I'm your host, and he is the call call in charge to Can Sam. We thank you for coming with us. We want you to know that once you got here, you took a turn down the wrong highway and ended up in the sausage hut. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Reverb Sausage Hut, the 90-degree angled sausage hut, working the kinks out in the new sausage hut.
trying a couple pivotings here. And look over my shoulder and see my man with the massive one. Hello, El Chapo. Yes. Where the hell is it? There it is. Ooh. Off we go. Off we go, lad. Yes. Off we go. So I, I've, I've. It's the first time El Chapo's been here since I turned my desk towards the wall, and now nice. I must look over my shop trying <laughs> to figure out what I can do. But I think I'm good here. I can just turn around. You're like you're like at the bridge now. Don't mind me. You're the rear admiral. <laughs> yeah, I'm the rear admiral. You've always been the rear admiral around yeah, here. Don't, don't call me names, bro. Yeah, the rear admiral. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm sorry that I'm late. Uh, traffic was bad, and I just wanted to, uh, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I, I told him I was going to be here five minutes ago, but that was ten minutes ago. So, I really. Do you still have the sourdough toast? Because I. That's what I'm. I can't wait. I love the the lattes here. But thanks for that. Do they sell the bacon cheese wrap? Uh, they should. With the spinach thing. In yeah, there it is, right there. Okay. That creamy spinach. That's yeah, really the one, good. The one in the display case that's been there for three days. That, that's what I want. Oh, I I was thought, I was thinking they'd make it fresh for us, but I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm, I, no, I just want to take the to matcha pizza. I'm gonna put some candles in it. Oh, that's a great idea, because nobody likes birthday cake as much as I do. I yeah. Savory. That's mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. A savory, savory birthday cake explosion. Do you think? Are they done with that Connect Four board yet? I was hoping we could play that. That's that's actually an abacus, bro. Oh. Well, where the fuck is the Connect Four board? I'm in a league. I'm in a Connect Four league now. It's pretty fun. Oh. I'm I'm in a Parcheesi league. Really? Yeah. How's that going? Um, still waiting for the dice. Wow. It's not BYOD. Roll on, big mama. Do you use 20-sided dice in uh, Parcheesi? 12-sided, uh, dude. Oh. Keeping it real, bro. Keeping it real with the 12-sided dice. When I'm playing my saxophone, you know I'm three blind mice. But when I'm playing Parcheesi, you know I got the 12-sided dice. Uh. You know my name is D-Nice. And I'm playing Parcheesi with the 12-sided dice. Isn't that nice? Are we are we gonna eat a full meal here, or should I just get something a little because we're eating later? Uh, what are, just get a dipping sauce and the, those rolls, and um, I think we're good to go. <sighs> Can I? So I I can't just order like the farmer farmer boy. You, you, get, you can get the uh, fig asparagus omelet. Oh, I can't stand asparagus. I'm sorry. I feel bad. I almost feel guilty for not liking asparagus, but asparagus can suck it. Me and Brussels sprouts are down. Me and me and asparagus, asparagus, you can take a hike. 
with your stinky pee and your gas. Do the uh, asparagus oatmeal. Can you make slaw out of asparagus? No. Maybe El Chapo could. Do you uh, think El Chapo could make a slaw out of asparagus that didn't taste like taint sauce? Taint sauce. Oh, man. Oh, they got those milkshakes on Sundays. I forgot about that. You want to get one of those? Uh, or a couple of those? Yeah, they get the... Can I get soy milk? Oh, yeah, they got all the, all that shit. They got soy milk. They got almond milk. They got plenty of nut milks here. <laughs> I got your nut milk right here. I got your nut milk right here. I can't believe it. it was busy. You told me this place wasn't going to be busy. Well, you know, it's two o'clock on Sunday, and we're it's there's still yeah, like well, people. Everybody slept in, and they got their mask on. Yeah, and no, no one has to be at work, bro. That's true. That's true. <laughs> sleep, sleep in, sleeping and creeping. That's what everybody's sleeping and creeping. That's what I'm believing. Ooh. Never seen this time of day on the, the island. Oh. Never, never paid attention. This is early morning. Oh, it's late in the evening, I think. Here on Dish 199. Oh, we don't get the... Oh, oh the sun's going down. It's not coming up. It's going down, bro. What? Sunset. Oh, isn't that beautiful? I wish I had... Dish Channel 199. The best thing about having Dish is the Channel 199. Oh, Baby, come on ahead. Next time, just ask me which line to pull. Mitchie drives a boat. <laughs> Do you want to call Mitchie? <laughs> if you're ready, I'm ready. I'll take that as a yes. Right here, right now. Panama. Fuck is it? Okay. Are you going to talk to him this time, or are you going to make me talk to him and say, Hey, Mitchie, this is El Chapo. You're dive-bombed into the sausage hut. Can you say that this time? Hey, Mitchie, what? You're dive-bombed into this. This is El Chapo. You're dive-bombed into the sausage hut. Hey, Mitchie, this is Chapo. You're dive-bombed into the sausage hut. Right, when he answers the phone, right? Right? Okay, here we go. Mitchie. 
Mitchie, this is Mitchie. Yes, Mitchie, this is El Chapo. Guess what? What, what, what? You ready? I am. You are dive bombing to the sausage heart. <laughs> Get ready for Howard Cosell to say Mitchie. Well, you are right here, right now. How do you feel about that? I feel very good. I feel uh, I feel that I'm prepared for any occasion at any time. <laughs> I want to call that my I'm going to call that my birthright. There you go. I think I think we'll work with that. Men, uh, what is news of the world and uh, your horizons? Well, I have just planted pumpkins. Pumpkins, Mitchie, Mitch. Pumpkins. Did you put the, the biggins or the multi pumpkins? Uh, all I know is there's. I, I, I save second generation seeds and I got pumpkins already sprouting up out of the ground. That's a beautiful thing. Isn't That's it? a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, pumpkin, pumpkin vines are very universal. If you're a composter, people, if you're a composter, you can plant potatoes and not grow a potato, but the green it creates is wonderful. And pumpkins, boy, does that add to your compost pile. Oh, my God, yeah. And then the pumpkinness, the deliciousness, when the season turns, it's it's the best thing ever. only thing in your field is pumpkins because everything else has been harvested. And I got acorn squash going. <sighs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about, bro. I've got rosemary. Wow. i got basil. I got peppers. I got tomatoes. I, I think I think Mr. Kilbasa needs to like put a chicken coop in his front yard and just go for it. You guys are sad. Ah, uh, Mr. Coop, the Mr. Coop. What <laughs> lockdown? I know. I, what I hate, lockdown? I hate paying two dollars and thirty nine cents a dozen for eggs. <laughs> when all own. you're gonna eat, when all you're gonna eat is three or four, you know, every day, two, three, every four or five days, you know. You get two chickens. You get three chickens. You'll be sharing with your friends, making new friends. What do I have? To, I gotta feed it. I gotta bathe it. Gotta tie it. Tie it with a string to a bush, like my neighbors down the street. Tie it to a bush. Well, that's that's. that's they that's tied a string just... around its neck and tied it to a bush in front of their house. They had two chickens in their front yard for weeks, well, and then they disappeared. Well, you imagine that. You would imagine that the critters might say, "This thing ain't gonna run away. It's on a chain. So might as well go for it." What were, the, what were the trailer park boys say? What did the one cat say to the other cat in that neighborhood? Man. It's chicken. It's what's for dinner. Oh, <laughs> hell. oh yeah. You know, you got to, you know, you got to protect your birds, as it were. Yeah, the yard birds. Hey, what's 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 your uh, temperature down there, bro? The temperature as we speak is a sultry eighty-two degrees. Wow, sultry. We are in uh, we are in summer, and there is no mistake about it. And uh, it's not as hot as other people's have been. And I'll take that. I got those coastal breezes, boys. Come on over. Coastal. I'm on a shopping trip, though, Chapo. I'm on a mission to buy like a, a beach canopy. Canopy. Where I can spend all day on the beach without getting like super sunburned, and I'm way. You suntan. gotta watch that baby skin, bro. No, I'm way suntan. I must admit to you. Oh really? I am way suntan. Oh, from my head to my toes. Oh yes. Mm. 
Mm. And even I would catch sunburn or get too hot sitting on sitting on the beautiful white sands of 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 my local beach. What's, what's this uh, canopy you're speaking of? Say that again. What's what's this canopy you're speaking of? Well, the canopy can pretty you know just breaks the sun, and the breeze is there, and it's not you know 85, 90 degrees. No, it's not 90 degrees, but why didn't you buy a bottle of pee nine. instead of can of a pee? A what a pee instead of who You bought a canopy. Why didn't you buy a bottle of pee? Automatopoeia is what he's getting at. Automatopoeia. Automatopoeia. <laughs> that means something, but it's been such a long time I can't recall. Automatopoeia, I think, is like <laughs> oof and ouch <laughs> and pop. Is that, is, is that, is that like badonkadonk, onomatopoeia? Is that the... I think it's pretty much the same thing. Actually. Isn't onomatopoeia, isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> <The> sound. <laughs> Johnny Twitter, Kibasa, are you not the musical maestro? You, uh, it's it's, no, it's, a, it's an English term, or it's a poetic term. Right, that's what I was saying to you, Mitch. It was an English term. Well, I speak American, thank you very much. American. The English speak English, I speak American, and there are times when I can like use commas and semicolons correctly. Ah, the semicolon. It's a lost art, the semicolon. We've talked about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy the ellipse personally because i'm lazy and i'll use you know that's what the three dots are america just checking so i enjoy using the ellipse in my personal communications you see there you go because your stream of consciousness is yeah it's 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 not quite uh, a bob dylan song but then again it's not like a frank zappa opus either so oh. i kind of i kind of use the three dots otherwise known as the the ellipse Dot, dot, dot. The dot, ellipse dot. is blowing in the wind, my friends. <laughs> I remember in junior high school, the umlaut was like a, a, a question that you would ask people. And then all of a sudden, 10 years, 15, 100 years later, Motley Crue decided to make it popular. And I'm thinking, all right, that's an umlaut, people. Lars Umlaut was a character in, in Guitar Hero. So there one, you go. I was one of the dudes you could play with. There you go. Yeah, umlauts were sweet. The, uh, the uh, the Guitar Hero that was a game like a thousand years ago, right? Yeah, uh, ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, it was fun, man. It had its time. That and Garage Band, or was it called Garage? No, it was Guitar Hero and something band. Wow. I played it. I did. I did them all. I did all the songs on Expert, bro. Well, you are the maestro, maestro. And I'll tell you what was really hard um, when I was doing the in, in Garage Band or. It wasn't the guitar hero, but it was the whole band thing. I was doing the drums, and one of the hardest one was um, "Don't Fear the Reaper." You had to nail it to get because I wouldn't. I played the songs until I got the highest score you could get, or you know, the highest amount of stars. And to nail "Don't Fear the Reaper," you really had because it's got that. It's a long song, you know, and you got to nail that part in the beginning, and then the fucking guitar solo. Oh, it gives a whole whole new appreciation to you know Paul McCartney being like a thousand years old, still playing rock and roll music. You should get a hold. I bet you could probably get a hold of some of those pretty cheap. Yeah. Hopefully, they still work and just go back and do and that. And Mitchie, I, I I heard you were uh, pretty good on the bongos doing uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper." Is that true? I um I can I you know <laughs> there are times when popular music has been heard. Reheard and replayed so often that you have to sometimes like mix up the treatment. Yeah. And so and so if you're feeling if you're feeling kind of funky, 
you put in a couple of bongos. Yeah. You put in a couple of bongo players, and you just build the percussion up, and you just approach a track in a different way. We're we're going to try to get El Chapo on the congas. We're trying to get a hold of some congas so we can get El Chapo going on those. Well, if you can, you know, you know, if you want to do Don't Fear the Reaper with bongos, you might have, uh, well, you might have no one listening. Yeah, but... I, I have no <laughs> desire to perform Don't Fear the Reaper, but I have a desire to play it on the like, video game, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, bongos get it on, man. You know, you can, yeah. you can do things, you can do things with it. But we might have to go full set drums too, because I've got a set here, and I'm thinking, I'm 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 gonna just give El Chapo the benefit of the doubt and say that he has innate, because you're either born a drummer or you're not. So if you're born a drummer, and even if you haven't played drums, you can keep a beat with at least one appendage, and then if you can do that, then we're we're on the right track. I think so. Right. I think I think I I think you should not start with the Carpenters. Nor should you start with, say, Queen. You should find something a little more rhythmic and a little more straightforward. ACDC yes. or Bad Company? Well, no, you won't. You don't want to start with Van Halen for the sake of the double bass. I didn't so say Van Halen. I said oh. Bad Company or ACDC. Well, yeah, you see, you know, El Chapo's a rocker. He's he's a know. world music guy though. I, I was he about. wants to be he I mean, he wants to be a natural Congo player, but. I'm gonna need them on the drums at some point. You know, you could set you can set up a little kit and make like uh, like ooh Slim somebody. I want to call him Slim Pickens, but that wasn't him. But like the uh, the dude Phantom from the Stray Slim, Cats. That's the one, Phantom Slim Slim. Yeah, you can set yourself up with a minimalistic sort of Stray Cat sort of thing. That'll get old Chapo on time. Right. Dude, I've got a drum well, set. Rhythm, rhythm is gonna get yeah, you. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I would imagine I would imagine Mr. Cabasa's drum set is second to neil pertz no so it's, you it's, might, it's you very might. um it's a, it's a yeoman's set but it'll do the trick man the yeoman el chapo like if i want to need if i if i want to lay down a bass line and el chapo's like all right i'll give you a rhythm here oh guaranteed guaranteed i was thinking like marlon perkins you know i would think i would think el chapo will take the drums and and play them, you know, like, you know, Stuart Copeland would come the in. The thing and, about and it is, Copeland. guys, the thing about it is, is it doesn't have to be fancy, but it does have to be on the beat. That's on the, the thing. That's All the you, thing. I don't care if you're just keeping the beat with one hand pop, popping it against your fucking balls. Just as long as you can keep a steady beat. That's you, all you got to do. Mitchie, do you think I'm up to the task? Oh, I think, I think El Chapo, you will exceed the wildest expectations and you may find yourself in a in in like the pleasure dome and you may find yourself playing a pair of drums you may play you know the pleasure dome of drumming you may just find you know i've named a few names you may become the next robert palmer even come on robert Robert palmer was a drummer (laughs) no robert palmer wasn't it was Carl Palmer, America. I apologize. <laughs> I was like, oh, before he started, um, before he was addicted to love, he was a drummer. No, it was Carl Palmer. I got a little backwards. Carl Palmer. Yeah. Now, there are people. There are people who would say he's the greatest drummer who ever lived. Carl Palmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, of Emerson, he- Lake, and Palmer. 
correct. Ah. There's some drum. There's some percussionists that I know that swear by him. Did he? Didn't he pitch for the Orioles too before or after that Emerson Lake? No, that would that would be that would be Jim Palmer oh. in his BBD underwears oh. trying to be like Joe Namath. Never quite got there. <laughs> Joe Namath, the big lefty. No, he was a right-hander. He was. I thought he was a lefty. No, Jim Palmer was a right-hander. Came straight over the top. One of the last guys to come straight over the top. It's fantastic. I'm bringing it back, bro. I'm I'm bringing it back. Coming over the top. That's what I'm talking about. Keeping that time. Keeping a natural percussionist. But again, do not start with the Carpenters. It'll mess you up. You'll get really? discouraged. Oh, yes. Man. Dude, what about Superstar? That's easy. Superstar who? Jimmy Graham? No, the Carpenters. Long ago. Do, 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 do. He's reaching, Richie. He's reaching. Oh, goodness. Before the second something. <laughs> Your gardening skills. Do, 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 do. Karen Carpenter was one of the better drummers in the late 60s and early 70s. Dude, it's a Just, shame, man. It's a shame so you that guys she got that. away from her. Yeah. She, her voice was golden. Golden. And she the, uh, the dynamic away. was very the very very bad, very odd, very sad. And uh but the woman could play some serious drums. There's no question. And There's that's no hard question. that's like that's like the fact that Babe Ruth could play center field. You know, it's like okay, uh, pitcher, I don't pitcher, need it. Pitcher, pitcher, Babe Ruth was a pitcher. I'm sorry, pitcher. There you go. That's what I'm. Yeah. And people <laughs> remember him, of course, from the Bambino with the home runs and the Yankees and the hot dogs. And did they have the DH back then? Uh no. When did the DH come in? 1973. Oh, seriously. Oh. Yeah, and the man's name was Ron Bloomberg, and he played for the New York Yankees. He did, because there was a rainout somewhere else the day before, Ron Bloomberg was the first designated his, hitter in baseball history. Wow. I am full of useless information. No, that's important. That's important. Ron that's Bloomberg. That's important stuff. Yep. So that's yep. the greatest job on the face of the earth, designated hitter. Just being a big lumbering character that can't feel the lick, so you just hit the, hit the ball. You don't have to run. You don't have to be in shape. You just have to swing. That's pretty much why we call you, Mitch. You're the designated hitter. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's a lot of responsibility. He's, and, and he's he's going to spend the whole game telling the manager how he could be playing right field for him at any any day. He doesn't have to DH. Just because he's here to DH doesn't mean he has to DH. You know, he can, he's I still can, got a hose. I could do some other stuff. No, El Chapo, you can't be a DH. You can be a drummer tonight. Um, no DH for you. You're a drummer tonight. So when, when you go to the World Series and you're in the National League Park, you're not just sitting out because you're too valuable. So you have to play the field, and you're in right field. Oh yeah, and hoping the ball doesn't get hit to you. No, you're you're waiting <laughs> to gun somebody down at third base. Oh. Somebody rips one over the first baseman's head. Somebody's going for third, going from first to third. You fucking pick it up on the full sprint, coming up with the fucking bucking bronco and just nailing them at third base. Well, Bam. I tried that once. I tried that once. I tried that once. 
there was a play at uh, ground ball through the middle. I think I was playing left field, right field. I normally played catcher myself because I like playing catcher. I think catcher is the most fun fun position to play. Because you get to run your mouth the whole fucking game? And... All day long. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to the umpire. You talk to the guys getting up. You talk to the pitcher. And you have different communications with your mitt that the outfielders can see. And, you know, I had one time, I had one guy told me to shut the bleep up or I'm going to hit you with this bat. And I turned around and looked at the umpire. I said, Mr. Umpire, what kind of language is this anyway? And the umpire just turned around, son, play ball. And that was that. Ended it. That's what an umpire is supposed to do. How are you at shooting him down at second? I, um, I have a great arm at 110 feet. Nice. Could you do it from your but, knees? Of course. Really? Of course. That's not an easy task. I nah, mean, what are we talking here? How, how old were you at that point? Eight? Eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gunning him down at second. Oh, no. You can't steal against this guy. If he shuts up for a, a half a second, he'll gun you down. I um, and I, and I learned a long time ago, like when the tennis players were like making the grunts and groans that uh, sometimes with the exertion, you put the extra emphasis on it. It's helpful. Emphasis. I'd be calling him out just after I threw the ball. The umpire says, wait a minute, kid, let the ball, you know, let's see if there's a tag here first. <laughs> I said, I got this. I got this, Mr. Umpire. I got this. There's no question. I was at a party. I'm 108, El Chapo. And I was at a party a couple years ago, and in walks a man. We'll call him John Smith. Okay. And John Smith Johnny. walks in. Johnny. Hey, yo, John Smith walks in and says, hey, hey, Mishy. I said, hey, John Smith. And he smiled and said, he said to me, the first thing he said to me, he says, man, you were a great catcher on that Little League championship. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> what was your average that year? What do you think? What was your average? What, throwing guys out or hitting? Both. I probably threw, I don't know, 60, 70% of the kids out. Wow. And, uh, which is Little League. That's okay. And uh, in no, high it's school, not. it was a little better. Sure it was. Yeah. And yours truly would always ask the manager, can I hit first or second, please? Let me hit first or second. Oh. He says, you're a lumbering catcher. You're hitting eight. And I said, okie dokie. And I was on the good fortune of uh, being on winning teams. And I probably hit, I don't know. I, 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 you know what, Mr. Kibasa? I'll be modest. I think I'll hit, I hit 275. Probably hit more like 350. With but an 800 slugging ago. percentage, hopefully? Woo. No, are you kidding? With this lumbering body, man, I was lucky I made it to first base. Did you have to lay down a lot of butts? Down. Did you lay down a lot Negative. of butts to advance? Negative. Negative. Did, you, Negative. did you swing too hard like in... Just try to hit it, the ball out of the park every time like I did? No, that's modern baseball. And uh, that's the sound effect when, you know, the manager looks at you and says, son, take a seat. What, did you choke and poke? Is that what you did? Uh, up until a certain age, everyone choked up. No, bullshit, dude. I never choked up. I, well, had, a, I had the biggest bat I could find, and I was swinging for the fucking fence. Out of all and so were all of my buddies. We weren't there to hit singles. We were there to smash. 
we were there to win games, and that's why my team would have beat your team. That's bullshit. Very we would have beat you sixteen to four. We were there to win games. You'd come out in the first inning and manufacture two runs, and we'd be like, "All right." We and then our the top of our order shit the bed, and then you'd come up and you score another run. Next thing you know, it's three nothing after two, and then all of a sudden we work our way through the order, and then the next time around after we all saw after saw the pitching, we just start mashing them, mashing. By the Mashing time you, and stealing bases. By the time you were done with us, you would feel like you had a bongo over your head. Oh, <laughs> man. No chance, Ringing. man. Ringing. Loser. Loser. <laughs> Get that funky beat. Really? There's no question. But those were those were days gone by, and you know. You know, you appreciate the athleticism that people get. I'm sure I'm sure, you know, you were wearing the tutu and doing the cowbell exercises, so of course you went to mash. No, man, I was straight More bench press straight straight bench pressing back then. <laughs> Benching and squatting. Wow. I, I prefer the long and lean athleticism as opposed to you muscle heads. That was pre. That was before the internet. That was like it's no, before you know, creatine. It's before, before creatine. It's before there was four hundred thousand PhDs in fucking physical fitness in the world. Oh yeah, when the when what you did before the game is like those you stick your arm out and do some shoulder rotations. It was before the importance of core training was realized. I think. Well, oh, you know, you know, there is there's things that separate the men from the boys. And the physical <laughs> gifts that you may have are one thing, but how hard you work at those gifts is the, is the real test. And most of us, not most of us, some of us take advantage of those physical gifts with the natural abilities. And they don't work so hard and eventually you're going to get outworked. All natural. That's the way it is. The way it is in really? sport, at least. If I remember sports, I'm not sure if I remember sports right now. I have a frisbee, El Chapo, and it what? has a, and it has a cartoon picture of a monkey on it, and it's a monkey frisbee. It's fantastic. It's wow. a 175 gram ultimate frisbee weight, and it's 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 a really fun frisbee to play with. And at 100 yards, you can catch it in your jaw. There is no chance. <laughs> There's no chance. I don't. I don't think I can throw. A, I don't think I was ever able to throw a frisbee that far. I could put it on target again, much like playing catcher. You know, I'll put it on target at you know 100 feet, left hand or right hand. I don't care. Not catcher, frisbee. And that's a deep, deep, deep. That's what we do here on the on the sandy beach, my friend. Come ah. on over. We're having a party. Party, party. There's a party. There's a party going on right now, and uh, I knew in my heart that I would get sausage hot bombed. And I said I'll be over in a couple hours. So there you go. There you go. Night is set. It's fantastic. Fantastic. You planned it before it happened. Um, there's times when, and, and Mr. Kilbasa will attest to this. There's times. I shall not sign any of that stations this evening, as long as the chickens are gobbling. That's what I mean. There's times when Missy just knows. I don't understand it. I just let the flow be, you know, flowing. It's amazing. Missy, amazing. Let, let El Chapo ask you a question, because I've got, sure. I've got cherry tomatoes. I've got oregano. I've got another oregano. I've got a Havatsu hot pepper here. I got a Havatsu hot pepper there. 
I got some sage. I got uh, a very little garden, and it was starting. And I hoed it today, Mishy. I've done more very gardening nice. in two weeks than. And my dad's giving me shit because I used to complain incessantly as a kid whenever he tried to get me to garden shit. I would just be like, oh, I so don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything else in the world. I fucking hate doing this shit. He's like, you, you're gardening? I was like, yeah. So Papa Kielbasa is like, <laughs> I remember when. I remember when you would not do this as a young man. Yeah. When you were too busy slugging home runs to care about your cherry tomatoes. In America, what we're talking about is the maturity of the American male. Oh. Right here, right now. Just when you thought right there here. was no hope for us. Just when you thought that the Victory Garden was just uh, a segment on a TV show. From WGBH in Boston, it's the Victory Garden with this with weird Johnny Connecticut Boston. Yankee. Today we're going to talk about Brussels sprouts. Ah, my favorite ah. crop. I should have planted some of those. <laughs> it's a crop. You should uh, you should consider getting some nice bell peppers, perhaps. I I would have, but our the pickings were too slim. We were, I mean, I was what three weeks behind schedule, four weeks behind schedule. Pretty much. Ah, Mr. Kibasa, Mr. Kibasa, America. May I share something with you? Of course, Mishy. When you'll figure this out, early crop, and you start a later crop. There are times of the year where you put in a later crop. Why? Because you're busy, or B, because you got an early crop. But the later crop you harvest in, you know, September, as opposed to doing it in July and early August. It just takes a little longer. And you can still have all those beautiful stuffed peppers with all those in other ingredients. Well, and if we watch professional football on Sunday ever again. I fear if the, we don't get the winter wheat in by Arbor Day, lad, <laughs> that the crop may be ruined for the spring. I fear the spring. We'll be ruined if we don't get to the end. What will we do? And don't forget about the bull weevils. Oh, uh, don't bull my weevil. Oh. oh, there's so many critters that can come in and eat the goodness that you have to plant extra. It's another lesson in life. Don't grow two tomato bushes because the birds might be hungry one July day. Have eight tomato plants. I got one. That, Damn it. That, <laughs> you have how many? One. I got to start somewhere. I'm new to this whole thing. What's well, a beautiful thing? Do you have it in the ground or in a container? It's in the ground. It's in the ground, and and I'll chop. I'll put a uh, the fence, the fancy thingy around it. I'm watering. It. I'm watering them. I hoed. I'm hoeing out the grass. The grass just keeps wanting to come back. I'm hoeing and water and hoeing and water and hoeing and watering. Guess that's what you do, right? You hoe and you water. Well, that, am I gardening? Gardening right now? He's a gardener. You you certainly are, Ollie. That's fantastic. Why don't you put like a a buddy for them? You know, it does in some instances. Multiple plants do help pollination, and uh, you know the bee they fly on a little yellow flower. They go to the next yellow flower, and uh, if you don't see any bees, would you like to know a trick to help? Pollinate your tomato flowers, Mr. Kilbasa. Sure. 
Okay. Say you're not seeing any bees because the world has turned and somehow, some way, there aren't any anymore. You take the flower from one of the tomato plants, you pick it, and you dab the little center of it on each of the flowers of the tomato plant, simulating what a bee would do going in its pollination process. It's perfect. Uh-huh. Perfect. Perfecto. It's a big cheat. It's a big cheat. Yep, 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 yep. Love them bees. bees. These and many other tips can be yours bees, if the bees, price bees. is right. Um. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go seven fifty. Uh, I'm gonna go seven thirty. Uh, I'm gonna go seven thirty one. Okay. Seven thirty two. Uh, okay. You guys just made the worst bids ever in the history of the Price is Right. You see. And all of America is going to be watching this forever, having a chuckle at your expense. Mishy, I mean, of all the talk of all the things, when the fuck are we ever going to get to tape a new Price is Right? I mean, how far away were we from that? Um, 2021. Oh, my God. I can't go that long. I'm going to see. I'm going to end up. I'm going to end up seeing every Price is Right ever made. And they're just they're just starting at the last season. Like they're having last falls debut this week it's season premiere week from last year you know what they should start doing is do a classic week like once it once a month do it like okay we're here we are from january of 1972 the best of bob barker yeah the best of bob barker all right for some reason it'll come across as like an outdated let's make a deal i don't know i hope not because you know Bob Bob Barker has, is the most charismatic character, and and the music was a lot. It was a lot funkier in the in the the seventies and the eighties. It was a very funky show. They I don't know why they don't play a lot of the funky ass music that they played in the seventies. Like every once in a while they'll break out something I haven't heard in a while. But they've got so they've got such a great library of music that they play, That's... and they're only playing a few. I mean they've got new stuff now, of course, but. Man, there's some classics that you're not hearing that you should be hearing. I'll tell you what. If you lived where I live right now and you turned on the radio station, you would uh, you would be appalled because there's nothing but classics. Oh. And my joke has become, now that I've heard like a Journey song for the thousandth time, oh. I, will say, I will say to whomever happens to be in the car with me, is this new? <laughs> I, haven't heard this. I haven't heard this before. Oh. And it's just older, 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 and older still. And it's almost as if uh, no one's making new music, at least as far as uh, the airwaves are around yeah, At here. least you can find new original music in the Sausage Hut, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Right here in the Rooster Field. I've been through That's the right. desert on a horse with no name one more time. I'm going to, like, drive off the road. Is it only, is, are the only radio stations that they have classic rocks? Yes, and hip hop. Uh, what's one or the other? Yeah, you got no choice. You Do you have, no does choice. your truck have a just a tape player or a CD player or what? I have a Frank Zappa concert from 1977 <laughs> in my CD player. And that's the only CD you have in there, and that's that's, that's your, wow. Do I need anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh man. Well, it's either that or classic. Apparently, you've been listening to a lot of classic rock. Not really. Oh. <laughs> Not really. Don't I fear would, the uh, reaper. Uh, no, nah, you know that when that music 
came out, I was, um, you know, I was walking the earth and I knew what pop music was. I knew what rock and roll music was. I knew what FM radio was. Look it up, people. And the idea that that song was popular was always a mystery to me. I always thought because that band came from near where I was raised, it was part of the regionalization. They were our Bob Seger. And I, I guess I was wrong, but never been my cup of tea. Those boys are a little bit older than me, and I didn't get it. The Blue Oyster Cult? Yes. They're from Jersey? No, they're from Long Island. Oh. Which, you know, you can throw a football there if you just feel like, you know, swimming. But, you know, Long Island, 25 minutes, depending on traffic, 35 minutes, you know. The Long Island bands were always, always in conflict with the Manhattan bands who were always in conflict with the New Jersey bands. That's great. (laughs) It's great. It's great. They had Billy Joel and we had Bruce Springsteen. And for some reason... People decided to argue about that. That's hilarious. Yeah. And who did Long Island have? Billy Joel. Oh, well, that, well who'd Manha- is Manhattan the same as Long Island in, the, in this game? No, no. You know, Manhattan had their bands. They had Lou Reed playing music. They had Kiss playing music around this time. They had, you know, the New York Dolls playing music. They had their own, you know, brand of things going on. The people in the Talking Heads were alive, thinking about getting it together. Blondie was alive, trying to, you know, that those boys and girls were playing together. But the uh, the big uh, names were those two, Mr. Springsteen and Mr. Joel. It was a big thing. I don't get it. But, you know, if you wore a different uniform and we were playing sports, I'd still shake your hand after the game. If you were from Long Island and promoted Billy Joel, you hated me because I would, you know, just no way. We got Bruce Springsteen. He's the man. And, and so would, you weren't allowed to, were you allowed to go to Billy Joel concerts? Did he ever go to New Jersey or did he just like, no, oh, I hate of course. You there. So, oh, it was huge. But, you know, you pick your, uh, I don't know, pick your civil war from any era in any nation. And it was like a civil war. Um, my dad's better than your dad. My dad can kick your dad's butt. No, my dad can kick your dad's butt. That sort of juvenile, sort of delinquency, sort of prideful thing. That, who was uh, Frankie Valley beefing with back in the day? He's a New Jersey man. Yeah, but who was he beefing with? Frankie Valley? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That was before my time. Well, who was Manhattan's version? Who was who was he going up against in Manhattan? If you had Frankie Valley? Gosh, I can only say that was that was just. That was just before my time. I don't know. Oh, for Pete's sake. You know a lot of things about before your time, though. Well, that very well may be true, but, you know. Well, Frank Sinatra was an old man by the time the Four Seasons was coming around. Frank Sinatra was a movie star at the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, jeez, you want me to think about this for a second? I figured you just know this cold because it happened in New Jersey and New York. There is a, there was a very funny period between the um, how should we say the evolution of rock and roll and the British invasion, and in that period, you know, all these cultural phenomenon of appropriation were practiced and perfected. And what I mean to say is, as popular as some people may think it, from about 1959 to 1963, I think. You know, if you listen to folk music, if you listen to that doo-wop sort of Frankie Valley stuff, you were in your wheelhouse. But, you know, give me Buddy Holly, give me the Beatles, 
let Frankie Valley sing his songs. Let, you know, Pat Boone sing his songs. Please, please. Kingston Trio, that's nice. If you were born in like 1940. But, you know, for me, nah, that's not quite rock and roll. You, I believe if I remember correctly, in your Sausage Hut debut... Uh, outside of the U2 concert three years ago, if you go back to the U2 the U2 concerts uh, on johnnycobasa.com, you can hear Mishy giving his expose on that particular yep time time in music time in fifty nine to sixty two. It was a transition period. It was, yep. it was right after shit happened, and it was right before shit happened. Oh, it was fantastic, and I guess you had to, you know, you know, if you were gosh, if you were alive, you had choices. But the choices, you know, were more like soft pop and may I dare say white music. And it was, in my opinion, kind of lacking. You know? Yeah. With the, with the exception of Burt Bacharach, of course, and a few other people. It was who a I very enjoyed. dull time to be a teenager, it would seem like. Oh, like oh. The suppression was on. Rock and roll is dangerous. Don't let your children listen to rock and roll. El Chapo, get your crayon out and write that one down. I'm, but, on, I'm on it. I'm on it. You know, as you know, but I guess one of the nicer things that happened during that period, you know, Lawrence Welk did the Elephant Walk. That was very good. Oh, uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, and, and I, I somehow I see champagne bubbles blowing everywhere right now. On that uh, note, Mishy, we're going to cast you off into the Gulf of Mexico for the <laughs> night, brother. <laughs> Thanks well, for dive-bombing into the Sausage Hut, as always. It's, it is uh, a pleasure to speak to you both. In regards to everyone, stay safe, stay well, be good to yourselves, be good to other people. Happy summer, people. Let's let's somehow 2020 is kind of really weird. So let's try and have a good summer. Hell yeah! All right, enjoy that vegetable garden there, uh, Mr. Kielbasa. Yeah, I got yeah. I got. I think I got two months to wait at least or something. But I just need to start seeing some action. Well, you know, you you may decide to get adventurous and you know buy like. Like a couple of packs of tomato seeds, maybe a couple pack of pepper seeds, and uh, try your hand at, you know, laying some seeds down in your garden. See how that grows. Thank you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think I just said the wrong words. Men? <laughs> how does your garden grow? Mr. Kilbasa, Mr. Kilbasa, how does your garden grow? <laughs> Later, bro. <laughs> Happy bongos, man. All right, man. Oh. There goes Mishy into the night. Let me ask you a You always like talking to Mishy, don't you, El Chapo? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy God.
Holy Fernoli. Yeah. That that might be the hardest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Today, I speak with many people and experts about what is the best garden plants to plant, including red cabbage. How are you today? Aso. Yeah. So we, you, uh, you go red cabbage? No. No. Only in the and only in the fall. Only in the fall. And so, um, I I see a, a lot of cabbage here has been it been decimated. Pay no mind to the cabbage. Pay. Yeah. Pay yeah. the mind to the cabbage over here. Kind of the whole point why we're here, so um, kind of need to ask you about it, bruh. Do you feel me? Uh, no, I refuse. No, you must answer these questions. It's important. Okay, I just will not touch you, though. Many people want to grow red cabbage, but it soon disappears. I love red cabbage. What happens? The, the rabbits, they infest this land. You think rabbits are to blame? Yes. Pay no attention to the red cabbage stains on my cheeks. Kanashu Kabake uh, believes that uh, rabbits are to blame for the decimation of the cab. That and I juice. And you juice? I juice these things. It's great to clear you out, man. You, uh. you take some red cabbage juice and just chug it down in the morning. Right after dinner, you're going to be going off like Mount St. Helens in 1980, bro. Yes. Oh, good lord. Um, there's a lot to consider here. As Why? You, as you can imagine. Well, just look straight ahead. Um, so we'll, we'll, we're going we're gonna to solve that by um, getting rid of rabbits. Uh, that'll help. I, that'll, that way we'll have as much cabbage as we can have, and then we can juice it all day and live forever. And then there's the juice. It gets juicy. This is very good information. Wouldn't you agree? Um, I, I would agree with myself since I said it, but <laughs> if that's how you want it, that's how you can have it. Okay. Um, well, would you like to see my chicken coop? Um, or do you have red cabbage over there? Uh, yeah, actually. Come right out here. Come right out here. Oh. 
Oh god, what is that? Ugh. Alright, where are This is my chickens. This is Polly, and this is Cracker. Yeah, yeah, fine. And this is Tube Sick Malone. Okay, where's the, uh. Yeah, are you going crab cabbage somewhere here? What, yeah, do you see right over there behind the fence? Oh. Yeah, right. That's where the cabbage is, but my chickens, don't you like my chickens? Yeah, they're a little weird. Um, know, I just got sick of paying so much for eggs that I decided that I'd just have my own fucking chickens. Alright. So, Grush Kakabi uh, does have some red cabbage behind the chicken coop. Uh, maybe it's the poop, I can't tell, but no nothing's eating the cabbage now. I like cabbage. Would you like some cabbage with some peanut butter? Um, that's a thing? Yeah, around here. Sure. Uh, can I get it on sourdough? Uh, yeah, would you like an all... Uh, we got al alternate nut butters, too, if you want. No, I'm, I'm good on the I've nut butter. I've got some butter. cashew butter. It's kind of bland, though. Yeah, I don't need any nut butter. It's okay, just peanut butter? Yeah, just in... Yeah. It's orgasmic. I mean, organic. <laughs> All right. Um. I'm El Chapo, and here's what else you need to know. Rabbits also like to eat peanuts. Rabbits eat cabbage. Some cabbage tastes like peanut butter, and rabbit poop tastes like cabbage. I'm El Chapo, and this has been the Cabbage Report, live from the Sausage Hut. I know you like to think your shit don't stink, but lean a little bit closer. Roses really smell like poop, 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 Shoo, that was fun. Did, can you believe that that doghouse just took off and started flying like the Red Baron? That was crazy. We, we gotta get our equipment out here. I'm, I'm like stepping all kinds of. Where did all these fucking boats. chickens come from? Is that? Look at that. You see that over there? Is that red cabbage? You, oh yeah, there's where like the guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love red cabbage. You know, I I make a mean red cabbage. I'll tell you what. Flaw. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold the microphone boom and just just step up. You got your muck boots up. Just step over there and, and pull off one of those heads before we get out of here. Okay, hold. Can you hold? Just hold on to my leg, while I'm leaning over. All right. Got it? Uh, 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 just, just snap it off with the bass. Here's what else I need to know. I'm sorry. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Okay. Or just, throw it, just throw it to me. I'll throw you the whip. You throw me the cabbage. It's got some sort of magic. Throw me the whip. It's shock. Oh, my God. Why? Throw me the it cabbage. It's my hand. I can't. I can't touch it. Here, you touch it. Here, take it. Uh, no, you know what? To hell with it. Let's, let's just get out of here. Let's oh. Oh, you have rubbed the red cabbage genie. I shall grant you, El Chapo, one wish. Who is that? Who's talking? I am the genie of the red cabbage, and you have summoned me from the ether. No, I didn't summon you. I just you are my new cabbage. master. I am the slave for your will. Where's and my I will key grant card? you one wish. Where's and if you're lucky, I will give you another wish. 
Why are there roosters and, and chickens all over the place? Where's my key grip? What happened? You lost it at the bar. That's why we're in the taxi going back. Right. I just I just need to get back to my SUV. That's okay. I walked back to my SUV. My key grip gone, and some weird voice started talking. I want to be art director. I want to be art director. I want to be art director. Everyone wants to be art director. I want to be art director. I want to be art director. Where are those boxes? I want to be art director. 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 Feed my chicken. Just like that, the magic is. And just like that, the magic wand came out and touched you right in the forehead, El Chapo. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we did this. Catch El Chapo on his new Discord channel. He's going to be doing a lot of streaming. ColecoVision Popeye, he's going to be streaming. He's the best ColecoVision Popeye player this side of the Mississippi. You can catch me on the Mark Aram Show and Twitter and Instagram where I haven't done shit in like three months, but maybe I'll do something soon. And um, catch El Chapo's Pinterest page and catch El Chapo's front end loader where he brings gravel to people who need to fill in the potholes in the driveway. Yes. Fill, fill, fill. And catch us both. Shoveling gravel into potholes right outside your mama's back. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it.